sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the California Penal League Podcast. Today, your intrepid, co- your intrepid hosts, uh, Fabs, Chris, and me, Steve, we are going to... We're gonna do a little. Uh, we're gonna do a little history lesson, um, or a little walk through history, and look at some uh, tri- highway robbery uh, that the Guardians have done on other franchises in building the roster that you have come to know and love today. Um, and this highway robbery is not thanks in part to the Seattle Mariners, who were our. Uh, trade, frequent dance partner back in the day. Frequent, yeah, frequent dance partner back in the early two thousands. Let's so see. That we, was. I, sh- I just want to make. I just want to make that abundantly clear before we dive too far in. Who were a couple that you're remembering? Because Shinsu Chu was Chu, a big one. Um, there's somebody else that I'm trying there to remember. Was and I'm drawing a blank. I remember they traded Eduardo Perez and Ben Broussard. Yeah, to the Mariners. There was oh, some Ben Broussard. I know. I there's mean, a name. There's a guy. <laughs> um, if you want to kick it way back, uh, before all the um uh shady dealings of his came out, uh, there was Omar. Well, um, that's true. That is true. I mean, that's going way, way back. Um. Yeah, we'll there remember were a few others. There were whatever. Yeah. There were a few at two a.m. Um, yeah, as I'm sitting up, it's gonna hit me at like a ton of bricks, and I'll text you. And, we'll do an addendum. Uh, to that'll the be episode. something to look forward yeah. to when I wake up at six. I'll be yeah, like, <laughs> your East damn, Coast Chris, news damn alerts. Chris uh, figures this out. Yeah, that's yes. right. So <clears throat> I, it's kind of interesting, you know, the two trades that we're going to talk about really like have put this franchise in a completely different trajectory that really like obviously they've they've been drafting they've had a whole organizational shift offensively they've been drafting hitters that are now producing at the major league level it's going great but at the end of the day none of this like really works without these deals that the then indians pulled off over the last couple of years to really like reshape the roster in one fell swoop. So um, the two trades that we're going to talk and about. giving up very little in the grand scheme of things. Right. Yeah. When you start to look back on it now, it's not that, say, the Padres are going to be, like, disappointed in the long run in what they gave up. But, like, for the Guardians, it, it, it every day it looks like a more and more genius, no-brainer decision that, like, no matter what is going to pay off for them. So. It's pretty awesome, um, and it's also a reason why nobody should ever get pissed about baseball trades until like six years later. Because you'll I know, never we're know. So quick you'll to know. like who won the trade, like grade the trades, grade all the trade deadline at the trade deadline. Like, oh, I everyone, went back. I mean, I love it. I love seeing. It's fun. Where, where is it? They got a B minus. Steve, fuck, they got a B minus. Like, <laughs> like oh my we, god, what are we gonna do? What the hell are we gonna do? The I was I went back I found the old tweet from the Guardians account when they traded Clevenger 
spoiler alert, we're going to talk about that trade. We'll start there. Um, uh, I found that tweet where they traded it and I was looking through the thread and it was just hilarious to see the people like reacting to like all of the hall. It's amazing. Yeah. Which Chris, uh, why don't you get, let's start with the Clevenger, Mike Clevenger trade. Give us the details of that trade. So I had a, I had a really kind of remind myself of this one because (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I love that. This is the trade we're talking about as somebody from the trade. Just yes. gave the Guardians a three-run lead in the top of the eleventh. Wait, did Josh Naylor just hit? Yeah, another home run. Deep again, yeah, man. Josh Naylor, <laughs> aka hitting a, a game-tying grand slam in the top of the ninth. So seven <laughs> RBIs on the evening. No, yeah. oh, that would be so eight, your home run it? tonight. Oh, that would be eight. Yes. Oh my god! Second home run tonight for him. <laughs> oh my um, sweet baby so, Jesus! Yeah, without without further ado. We're talking about the Mike Clevenger trade, um, which saw Clevenger, Greg Allen, and some guy named Matt Waldron, who was the player to be named later. <laughs> Don't you love San me? Diego. Some guy. <laughs> some guy. I looked him up. He's like 25 years old, playing in double A. I mean, God bless him. He's living my dream. Um but he's right. just like some dude at double A. He, he's know? the roster yeah. filler. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's just a dude. Like he's mm-hmm. not good. He's not terrible. You know, he'll, he'll probably get his cup of coffee in four years as a, you know, September call up and pitch reliever you know, 45 innings over the span of three years in their bullpen. But right now he's just a, a guy who's sporting like a four and a half, ERA in their double A, you know, system. Like, yep. Yep. So, so, so okay. And Greg Allen lasted all of like 17 games in San Diego. And I think Greg Allen might be out of baseball right now, right? I think he might be. I think he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. let me see. He is, yeah, as you know, well, he's, he's with the Pirates. Was, oh, 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 someone in the Pirates haven't given up on yet. Okay, because <laughs> it doesn't cost him anything. Well, Fab was right before you, ju- or was it right before you jumped on before the recording? We were talking about uh, uh, the one relief pitcher, Steve uh, De Los Santos. Oh, it's De-, De Los Santos. Yeah, and how the Pirates had him, and they were like, "Oh no, this guy who hits like ninety eight, we don't need him." So the Pirates are going to pirate. Um, but so anyways, just to tell you this. Trade. Uh, the Greg Allen update is that he has been injured. He's had a hamstring injury. Okay. And so there is a good chance that he is going to actually get good playing time with the Pirates because... Once um, we make the Brian Reynolds trade. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when that all opens up. <laughs> That's correct. He actually had a good spring. Uh, Greg Allen is okay. a guy... Greg Allen I've is a guy that I... I would love to see him get a full time shot. Why not with the Pirates for half a season, right? I, I mean, always liked Greg Allen, and and he I liked screamed. Him too. Yeah. He screamed National League outfielder, like especially like National League fourth outfielder. But anyway, I, I feel digress. like he would be on like the Nationals or the Braves. I don't know why. One of those NL East teams. Okay, that's true. There's still time. 
Tracks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's. Or maybe the Marlins. He could start for the Marlins. Oh, the Marlins for well, sure. In like three years, we'll, we'll be like seeing a lineup cart. Like they'll, they'll come to Progressive Field and we'll be like Greg Allen in the lineup. What yeah, the hell? I'll have, have a web gem like with that insane dolphin I mean, statue. Fabs, in I don't want to. Mm-hmm. No, wanna... that's gone, man. Jeter got rid of that. Oh, damn. Fabs, I don't want to speak yeah. out of line, but I, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, you and I, we quit our jobs and hit the gym for the next like two months you know you and i can be september cults for the marlins um it's really funny you say that because yeah, like, the marlins last, are pretty like, good the last like three yeah, or four down. months <laughs> i've like keep thinking i'm like you know i'm still i'm at that age i'm i just turned i turned 35 i'm at that age where like if i like really hit the gym hard like, They're gonna I, make a movie about my comeback. Like, like I can, when I, I become can like play a four years in the bigs, dude. Like, yeah. The thing is, yeah. I've always maintained that if you could, if you could throw a legit knuckleball, no matter your age, you could have a shot. If you oh, could, yeah. Phil Necro. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Is like, just go out there, learn to throw a knuckler, get in front of some people, and like, you could make it happen. R.A. Dickey won a Cy Young at, like, 40 years old doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. If R.A. Dickey can do it, then me That's and the good shit. And Phil Necro pitched until he was, like, 83 years old. So. Yeah. Dude, like, yeah. If you could have, like, if you, if you had, like, a, a commanding knuckleball and, like, a nasty slider. Tim Wakefield dude, I loved. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Very so, a bullpen arm. Did you love yeah. Tim Wakefield? I did. I definitely I liked, did. I did like Wakefield. Okay. I liked him a lot, especially when it was like during that stretch when they won for the first time. Yeah, back when like we liked Boston. Yeah, right. Okay. When we were allowed to like Boston. Yeah. When Jimmy that's Fallon right. was making movies and it was hip and cool, but that's right. A few that's years later, was, was tired and worn out. That's right. Okay. Enough of that shtick. Um, so okay, so the so, Guardians, so well, Indians the at that trip. time. Yeah. Yeah. We acquired. Listen to this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull a fast one on you guys. I have a question after you list this off. Like I want an actual like from both of you, like future tripping. So good, but go through it first. I have okay. a question for you guys. We got Joey Cantillo. We Joey. got Gabriel Arias. Arias. We got Austin Hedges. We got Owen Miller. We got Cal Quantrill, and we got Josh Naylor for Mike Clevenger. Unbelievable. That's unbelievable. And the reason I went in that order is because that's probably the order of most obscure to building block, let's say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, Cantillo is still a 22. And he's had some like, injuries. And he's had injuries the last, like, three seasons. He missed the pandemic year. And that's a kid who can be a middle to late or end of the rotation type arm. And he's a lefty. No questions. He's a lefty, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, everybody else, I mean, has either you've heard of, like Arius, you know, he's made, he made his debut. Um, Successful debut, too. Unfortunately, he's injured right now. But yeah. 
you know. I mean, Cal Quantrill had an amazing second half of the season as a starting pitcher. He's one of our, you know, top starting pitchers. And Owen Miller, oh my God, Owen Miller and Josh Naylor, like they look like, you know, those core building blocks, mm-hmm. like core foundational guys that are going to like, you know, years to come, which <laughs> to get out of one trade. And yeah, and I think I just said both about Miller and um <clears throat> excuse me, and Naylor. Um that they they're the quintessential like LA Dodger positionless players. Mm-hmm. And I I can't I, I wanna really hammer that point home. And not that it's a bad thing. Those dudes sometimes I'm like Oh crap! Like, yeah, we gotta get playing time for those two guys because yeah. all those dudes do is produce. Well, think of it like they You're remind right me of like the, yeah, the, yeah. It's like the Chris Taylor and Max like Muncy. Max Muncy, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. That's that's what those two are basically. <laughs> They're like our Chris yeah. Taylor and Max Muncy, and like that's exactly yes. what you need to be good year in and year and out. You see him in the lineup and you just get so pissed off. If you're an opposing team, you're just like, God, I, cause you're like, okay. Yeah. Quan, everyone knows him. Obviously, you know, Fran mill and Jose. Yeah. And then it's like, God damn it. Like, why are these two like six, fifth, six and the like, why are these here? Like they're, they're I love it. They're you so know, aggravating. you know yeah. that there's opposing pitchers like, I got to face those assholes. Dude, yeah, like, I know. You, are you kidding me? Like, th- so my question to you guys. Are just up my inning count, you know, by 20. That mm-hmm. inning when they come up to face, when I face them, because they're going to foul pitches off. How and much better if they, if they didn't do this trade, I know where the guardians are. If they don't do this trade, it's not great. Um, how much better is San Diego if they didn't do this trade? Dude. Well, San Diego has been putzing around trying to find an outfielder for it <laughs> right. seems like five years. Like, you know, they're rolling out Eric Hosmer out there still. Yeah, that's I mean, they so have, the interesting uh, thing. The interesting and, thing and is uh, Naylor single handedly won us the game tonight, by the way, boys. Game went final. Yes. What was that? So he had okay. Hold on. First player in Major League history with a grand slam and three run home run from the ninth inning on. Josh Naylor. Oh my god! Grand slam in the ninth, three run homer in the eleventh. The dude is. Let me say this about him: if there is the heart and soul of the team, is Jose. I think we can all say that. Yeah. It's a tie between Reyes and Naylor for for number two. Mm -hmm. I would say Naylor might be with the energy that he brings and sort of his just like attitude. I'd almost say that he's like your he's like your number two in terms of your B. Yeah, yeah, your B. Yeah, right. Man, that is. I didn't realize he. I he's only a few months older than Quan. Yeah, he's like twenty five. 24, something like that. He's 20. He'll be 25. Like very, he's 24. He's about to turn 25, which crazy. Well, that's the thing. So, so to your question, to your question, it's like, okay, so the Padres would be in a much, they'd probably be in a better situation because like you, you don't have the money tied up in Hosmer. 
You've got yeah. better options for your outfield. Um, Owen Miller, who is a great contact guy, could fit in and literally anywhere in your lineup. Um, you could probably have spent more of that money on like a free agent. You probably could have brought in like Max Scherzer very easily it, because you're not paying like Eric Hosmer money, uh, which I don't know if he's making like a ton, but like you're a little more flexible. Um, uh, I think Hosmer still has decent money. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's like eighteen. I I just made that up. But like it's 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 good. It's 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 still enough. But that's like this trade is so crazy to me that like when when they made that deal, it was like Gabriel Arias, Gabriel Arias, like that's the guy. And it was one of those deals where it was like that's the guy or bust. And it's incredible to me that like between and I'll even say Hedges, like Naylor, Quantrill, Hedges. Um, and, and now Owen Miller, you have got four guys there that are making not that aren't just like on the team, but making sizable, notable contributions. Like they are yeah. part of the core of the team and they're all doing pretty damn well, especially this year. So like, I mean, Clevenger probably will pitch pretty darn well for the Padres as long as he stays healthy, which is always a huge if, Yeah, but like, oh my God, how do you not make that deal if you're cleveland because without that deal you might be like the pirates there's no other way around that yeah and i mean here's the thing too about that clevenger deal um it's timely i mean obviously we we picked this topic because uh you know he he did face a club did face us when san diego was in town he made his season debut um you know just last week but they traded for him thinking they would have two and a half seasons worth of him in their rotation and three playoff runs. And they're really only going to get a season and a half worth of him if he were to walk after this year. Which, like, I can't, I mean, he might, but it's, like, it's food for thought. It's crazy. It's food it's for crazy thought to think about. At, at the very least. Yeah, I wonder, you know, you do wonder if, if San Diego kicks themselves just a bit at times. Yeah, I feel like they have but, to because it gives them a cheaper outs, outfield bat and it, it gives you, you know, a, a legit number three in your your pitching rotation. This is also the trade, though, that we have cited when throwing together a trade for a coveted third and final outfielder for ourselves saying it's going to take a Mike Clevenger like Mm -hmm. deal to land a Brian Reynolds, you know, to land a Cedric Mullins, you know, there's other names. We go back to those two wells because those are two of the guys that we, well, yeah, that might end up being a case of just necessity for the guardians because they have so many players that they just aren't going to have, spots for room for yeah and 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 san diego was at that point too right so we do have to make that you know known that hey yes san diego probably is kicking themselves however they were staring down the barrel of a major roster crunch of their own so right in fairness Now, everybody, I mean, look, right now, the Guardians are winning that trade, like, by a mile. 
But, you know, look, oh, if right. the yeah, Padres yes. make the playoffs yes. and he pitches in the playoffs, like that's really all you can yeah, ask for. No, you're right, because that's one of those – it's one of those tra- – everyone wants a winner in a trade. And, like, I'm rooting for – I like Clevenger. He's a weird dude. Um, and, yeah, if he's like a game-winning, you know, game seven, clinching the, like their first World Series ever, awesome. And, yeah. and then as Miller and Naylor continue to develop. Us. Yeah, as long yeah. as it doesn't hurt us, like that's, right. that's fine. Like it, it can happen where it, it, it benefits both teams. Like I, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I as a Guardians and Padres fan would love that to be the scenario. That'd be know? awesome. Yeah, I'd like, be happy for San Diego fans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those and, and it, Tatis, who I love. That's true. That that's a deal that um, really was a necessity for both sides, and it's like, what are you going to do? I mean, I mean, when you have a farm system we as deep talking, as San Diego's, we were just talking about guys that we would renew too. I'm looking at this deal alone, and I see three guys that I would give extensions to today, mm-hmm. in Quantrell, Naylor, and Miller. You know, I'd, absolutely. I'd say, hey. Go give Josh Naylor a Miles Straw-like deal. Owen Miller gets something a little bit less than that. You know, Quantrell, you know, hey, try to lock up a couple. Give him a Kluber-esque deal. I don't think you even need to give him as much money. I mean, 30 mil. Wasn't the Kluber deal something like 32 mil? Yeah, four years. Something like that. I can't remember. Something stupid. Where it was like just buying some arbitration years and a year or two of free agency. I mean, heck. Those those are the signings right there. Yeah. We want Dolan to spend more money. Save us, David. Doesn't even include. (laughs) Save us, David. Well, hey, you know what? Every time. There was a team for sale. David Blitzer's name was in those rumblings, and I think that's what's holding this deal up from finally getting announced. Is that he and his partner have been like connected to like other these Premier League teams that have come up, mm-hmm. some of the MLS franchises, and they always kind of just have fallen short here recently. Man. So well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Anytime that anytime that it wants to get it formally announced, I'm I'm here for that. Yes, please. That would be great to like, open up open up the coffers. All right. Um, okay, so trade number two. Uh uh also impactful. I mean, at this point yeah. in the deal, at least for Cleveland, there's one element of it still making an impact. But um when you think I think about, we won this trade. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, it's like, yeah, we look what we were able to turn into it. All things considered, now it's pretty nice. So, Chris, what is deal yeah. number two? Deal number two was kind of the precursor to that Clevenger deal in my mind. In a lot of ways, it was that the was year the before. Deal. It was the, it was the year before. Also included the Padres. Also included. Trevor Bauer, a pitcher. Um, and we got Puig, Scott Moss, 
Logan Allen, Victor Nova, who's still in the system, but he's kind of just another guy, mm -hmm. and Fran Mill Reyes. For only Trevor Bauer. And the Padres got uh, Taylor Trammell, who has um, played okay for them. He's um, uh, he's we, still there. He's still there. He's yeah. He hasn't lived up to the prospect hype. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's probably going to be more of a fourth outfielder type defensive replacement kind of guy. But uh, he has some prospect hype around him. Um, and like Fab said, this, you know, take out the fact that Trevor Bauer may never pitch again. Um, and, and I kind of have to say that, you know, uh, obviously, um, in all seriousness, because mm -hmm. he is facing some very serious allegations um and baseball has deemed that you know the two allegations he is facing are worthy of a two-year suspension he's mm -hmm. gonna fight it um yeah but you sure, right, you sure shit don't want to be the team that's in the middle of that but you know um boy you know we really dodged a bullet there with bauer and i think we all kind of knew it that he was um yeah, the day the case. day that he threw the ball, every, it was like the day that he threw that ball into center field after a start when Francona came to get him. It was like, oh yeah, yeah, f this guy. We don't, we don't need yeah. this. Yeah, we were all pretty much like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, nope, we don't need I'm him. I'm good. Because he was um, like he that year before was i think the year before that was when he was like having the Cy young he started breaking out yeah that's the when young he really started run. to break out and then he got hurt right. i believe and then yeah he was starting to break out then the next year he was pitching well at did the ball thing and i think the clubhouse just finally was like we're done with this dude which certainly would mm -hmm. play and make sense based on everything we heard out of los angeles when the dodgers basically said, do not bring this guy back. So it seems like nobody in baseball yeah. likes him or wants him at all. Yeah, it says a lot when the entire team is like, we're not going to play this guy's here. Yeah. I mean, that's the crazy thing is I don't think he has a friend in that clubhouse out in L.A. Well, you sure don't hear anybody. Um, I mean, not that anybody like wants to but it's not like a lot of people like come and speak on his behalf to be like oh well I, that's not the trevor bauer no. i know you know or something like that it's yeah. like <laughs> right. pretty silent the guy has no friends it, so it is, it is radio silence you know there wasn't anybody on the dodgers that at any point last year was like oh man like i hate you know it's like i, I mean what can you say because like it's a horrible serious thing that like he's being accused of but or did because there is evidence but like you know wherever you fall on that. But um, even though it's pretty clear to me what is going on there, uh, it, still there's yeah. nobody who at any point has ever spoken highly of him ever. So there's that uh, to turn that trade into at this point, what is just Fran Mill Reyes is still pretty damn good because if you don't have Fran Mill Reyes in this lineup, you don't really have a power threat beyond Jose Ramirez. No. 
at all. So given his, even like given his troubles that he's had at times, including this year, you got to have a guy, you got to have a bopper. And, uh, but as we were saying before, Fran is a guy who's capable of 40 home runs, 100 RBI, probably hits you somewhere in the ballpark at 250, 260. But with all those contact bats, sliding a guy like him into the five hole as your DH. Mm-hmm. Ooh, baby. Yes, please. Yes, yeah. please. Also, the thing Lots that's... Lots of years of control. Yeah. The other thing that's interesting about... And he's another Reyes. guy I'd extend, too. Yeah. So, given his... Sorry, uh, Steve. No, 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 you're good. Given his recent struggles, it might actually be a little bit easier. But the thing yeah. about Reyes is that in his... It was like last week or so that he's really started to come on a little bit. Um, is that, like, it's been all, like, singles that he's been hitting. And that's the Reyes that's that's when he's on that separates him from a lot of other power hitters is that he will take pitches that are given to him yep. a little bit more and just get knocks. It's not all or nothing power. So and he's got, the, the, he's got it, he can he can spray it to all fields too. Right. Right. So, you know, I love him in this lineup as it's cur- currently constructed because like I, the weird thing with him is the less you have to rely on him, the better he's going to be. That like, oh yeah, with the way that this lineup is right now, he's it's weird to think that he's almost an afterthought. That like, at this point, it's just like, well, whatever, whatever you get out of him is gravy, and I that's know. a strange. I mean, thing. That, yes, tonight's <laughs> like, game what? is a perfect example. If I would have told you that there was a guy who's going to hit two. Utterly important home runs tonight. You probably would have said Jose or Fran Mill. Right. In that yeah. order. I would have said Hedges. Hey, buddy, Hedges can get I into mean, a ball. I mean, that's... <laughs> he can get into a ball. Um, <laughs> if, if you would have said I love Hedges, Austin Hedges, man. I don't know. I, I just love the Thames. guy. He's a good dude. He certainly is. I mean, but... He's, he's that... He's the clubhouse... He's that clubhouse guy. Like, he's a guy that, like, everybody loves, you know? Yeah. Gotta have. Gotta have. And he handles the pitchers well. He's good defensively. He does do that. You know? It's like, at this point, with the way the lineup works, it's like, F it. So what? The catcher's hitting 175. That's fine. The rest of the lineup's mashing. Just whatever, you know? It's not a big I mean, deal. But he was two for five tonight, which is... Hey, baby. Let's my go. My goodness. Let's go. But Meanwhile, we'll talk about Reyes, who was 0 for 4. With, or 0 for 5. Before, well, you know what? Having him hit four six, strikeouts. So. Jesus Christ. <laughs> having him hit six does, like, so much, though, to, like, alleviate the team. Yeah. Like, and, like free them from the pain of him going through stretches like this because when he's hitting sixth, it just, it just does not. It's like, okay, great. Like if he gets into one awesome, but like to have Owen Miller and Josh Naylor, like imagine the thing is wh- where did Naylor hit tonight? Was he clean up or was he hitting fifth? Naylor was um fifth. 
So yeah, imagine, imagine if he wasn't. Imagine if Reyes was hitting there. Right. They lose this game. Yeah, you probably don't go into extras. I mean, yeah. So think of it that way too. Is like, honestly, as much as I like him, he's gonna have Reyes is gonna have a hard time getting back up anywhere beyond sixth for a while. Like he'll occasionally hit fifth. But you know like what? I love him in sixth. You know I love what? it. I love it. Yeah, that's it's great. Stick him at fifth, sixth. Um, behind with like Andres Jimenez hitting behind, behind him. Oh, yeah. And then let's even say you know, um, he goes up to fifth, and then a Miller drops Maybe a lefty. down behind him too. You know, okay. You know, sure. we've just rattled off three guys who are hitting over three hundred, who. Are gonna work counts, you know. It's only gonna help his cause in yeah. Reyes. Oh, you know? it's beautiful. It's a hell of a thing, man. The two trades. It's two trades have currently brought you one. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, four guys right now who are, are in your everyday lineup. So half your lineup was just built by two trades that took place in addition to arguably at this point, like your second to third best starter in the rotation. Yeah. Oh yeah, certainly. I mean, clearly at this point. So like, wow. I mean that, that unbelievable. It's really like just such a testament to the organization and like what they continue to be able to do with their resources and just like their like not their player development, their scouting, like their like clearly they saw like when they looked at the Padres system because the Padres had lots of top prospects. You know they could have asked for like C.J. Abrams or something like that, but instead they were like, well, we want Owen Miller and we want Josh Naylor for these reasons and it's like clearly they saw Nate, uh, Miller mm-hmm. as like a high contact guy and they're like that's the kind of guy we're looking for that's what we want high contact low strikeout bring him in um, it, it, Naylor actually Not has a lot of that in him as well do it. certainly certainly and I was going to say not saying that Owen Miller is going to keep these numbers up but he's like on pace for like 45 doubles this season I mean God. dude like, like even if even if he hit, I mean, good God, if he hit two eighty, that that would be an incredible like season. Forty five points higher than league average. Yeah, two eighty, thirty to forty doubles. And like, oh my God, like dude, give me that. Twelve to fifteen home runs. Yeah, I mean uh, this. Like this, I just again to reemphasize, like if the Rays or Guardians ever call you for a trade. Find out who they want and extend those guys immediately. <laughs> no, don't put that info out there. We yeah, need like, keep that on the yeah, keep that on the yeah, low. It's just it, it's it's wild. But it's you're wild. right. And and the Guardians, Indians are also just extremely good. Like obviously they didn't think Clevenger was gonna have to get like Tommy John surgery missed two seasons, but he also was like pretty injury prone when he was with us. Mm-hmm. So like they're like really good at determining when it's time to pull the ripcord, uh, you know, with starting pitchers. And I love Bieber, but if if you see him get traded, like, 
it would not probably the end of the world. Unlikely. It's not the end of the world, but it's also probably unlikely that he's ever going to regain his Cy Young form because they they're really good at that. This is and and to use the quick analogy with NFL teams, they are becoming the Steelers and Patriots in a way where they're identifying these the guardian way players. Yeah. Well, the guardian way, no days off, (laughs) no days off. (laughs) They're identifying guys who may still have very high level (laughs) years left, uh, you know, a, a year or two. But they're shipping them off mm-hmm. during their prime. And we've said it before. We'll say it again. Probably the only guy that they've missed on in that regard is Michael Brantley. Yes. Yeah. I would I would agree with that. I mean, that's the only one that you look at as like you said, you, yeah, you it's kick like, it. You that kick one, I, it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to justify not paying what he ended up making. But yeah, yeah, but and, and yeah, coupled that with what he's making, it, 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 it it's but a yeah, tough pill to swallow. But that's okay. I mean, they clearly, it's almost as if they were like when they when Brantley left that they were like. That's the guy we like. We need to having maybe like having him around for as many years as he was here. That helped the Guardians be like, what we want, we need that. We need like data yeah. him, right? And we'll d- power power will come. Whatever you know, good hitters can get into it. So it's like, yeah. it's like with Naylor. It's like, dude makes good contact and he hits the ball hard. It's like he's gonna get into a he's pitch. Bound for twenty to twenty five home runs, easy. Yeah. And on a night like this, he has the game of his life. So, yeah, at the best possible time. So, um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's very interesting. And, uh, you know, in kind of closing, part of the reason that I think we did this at Chris, this was kind of Chris's brainchild of an episode is, you know, on the horizon, you're going to see some moves because there's going to be a necessity soon for the guardians to like make moves like this. And honestly, we've talked a lot about outfielders. We've talked about first baseman. I wouldn't rule out any them acquiring like a starting pitcher at some point, like moving yeah. prospects and stuff. I don't know if it's like a Frankie Montas. I could see that. I don't know, but I'm starting to think with the way the rotation is kind of like on uneven footing at the moment. Super I, I up could, and down, man. I could see a bridge. I could see like uh, some sort of bridge starter that they acquire, like a Kyle Gibson from the Phillies could be an interesting one uh, this year if the Phillies are out of it or just stinking up the place come July. Like, I don't like there's going to be some weird movement. I, I, could, I could see them making like a couple deals where like you're going to see them offloading like some prospects getting more prospects in return lower level in addition to like a vet that they can use now to kind of replenish the bottom of the system. But you're going to see them kind of like wheeling and dealing, I think soon. Certainly. And uh, And whoever they get, they're going to have control over too. 
That's the big thing, I think. They're not going to oh, yeah. make a deal just to make a deal. They're they're going to control that guy for three to four years. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a fun future much episode. Much in the is, same fashion. We got to look at. Uh, we should do an episode just on starting pitchers that they could that would make sense for them. Now that now that I yeah, feel like fine, I feel like we should talk. consider it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great idea because we always talk about. Oh, we're set. like I've talked about. I was like, oh, we have best rotation in the AL. Nope, because the moment our offense finally finds its way, then the pitching is like, bye. I'll see you in a decade. Well, thank God the bullpen, though. I mean, the bullpen's really holding yeah. up his end of the bargain. So, did, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, hey, look, it's still That's super a topic early, for a different day. Yeah, we will get on that train later. But I like it. Um, okay, that does it for a little. Uh, little walk through history at the how your current Cleveland Guardians have been constructed through two moves um, that uh, yeah we'll, we'll be back with more you know as always so uh, be sure to follow rate review subscribe all that good stuff and we'll see you guys later 